Hey folks, I'm here today to tell you about Visible. Something unfortunate about wireless services, what you see isn't always what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. No perception check required. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. If you're looking for a carrier that is upfront with no hidden fees, then go to Visible.com to make the switch. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save, and you're going to be getting unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Visible is the wireless carrier that's constantly operating from a zone of truth. In their quest for total transparency, Visible wants you to know the monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everybody, Brian here. I wanted to let you all know this episode was recorded before our OGL episode, which we rushed to release last week. We debated whether or not we should air this episode, being that it's technically centered around the new content from the latest Dragonlance release. We determined that since we had fun recording it and we spent time from our limited schedules on making it, we'd go ahead and put it out anyway. Uh, just to be clear, even with uh, the whole Watsi Hasbro releasing further apologetic statements in the wake of the OGL debacle, our stance on the issue has not changed. After this episode, we will no longer be supporting Watsi Hasbro in any capacity on this show or any other as things stand. We encourage you to vote with your dollars, since that's all that seems to matter to the current curators of Dungeons & Dragons. We appreciate the outpouring of support from the community. We're really excited for what comes next for the show, and we think you will be too. And without further ado, here's the episode. Hey everybody, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Brian. And I'm William. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons & Dragons, from dastardly devices... To wondrous weapons, and today we are talking about the Lunar Sorcerer. One, two, Hey, Brian. Hey, Will. How you doing today? I'm good, man. I love the, I don't know if you know this about me, I love the nighttime and space and the moon. I don't know that, but I also love those things as well. Those are cool <laughs> stuffs that yeah. you can talk about. Absolutely. Um, what is what is this lunar sorcery? Is this moon magic? <laughs> yes, I would say it is, it is a type of moon magic for Hell sure. Hell yeah. I love moon magic. <laughs> so we're going to be going over uh, some Dragonlance options today. Cool. Um, the weird thing being that they aren't very Dragonlance-like. I wouldn't know. You would know. <laughs> right. We're going to talk about the new lunar sorcery option uh, from the... Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of the book. I'm going to turn around and find Shadow out. Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Shadow of the Dragon Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I got it added to my my all art you collection. Did. I was trying to pull them from memory. It wasn't happening. Well, it's new. Yeah, you're it you're more of an new, old yeah. Dragon Lance. It's so true. Standby. Yeah. So I think that the the idea here is that Kren and its magic are tied to the three moons, uh, who are the gods of magic. So that so the idea is that the lunar sorcery option must belong in this book. 
Okay. But the issue being that Dragonlance doesn't have sorcery in the traditional D&D sense. Yeah. So some mm. people, we so we highly recommend you go listen to our like blanket Dragonlance episode. Mm-hmm. It It's covering everything up to the new book mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. So that'd be a cool listen. And we did not get into, we got how magic is like super intense, labor intensive for, yes. for wizards specifically. Yes, it's very but, much so. like. How does that translate to sorcery was something we saw in the comments as well. I didn't even think about it when we were recording. Like, what is a sorcerer in this setting? So in the Dragonlance of novels, sorcery in the sense that it exists in the player's handbook does not exist or did not exist until uh, the end of the Chaos War. Mm. When they they slayed Chaos and resealed him into the to the gray gem. Gotcha. Um, His his essence had permeated the the world of Kryn, right? And so there was a new type of magic that gets discovered, different from wizardry, uh, called wild blood magic. And so you have this wild, wild, or no, just wild magic. So you end up with wild, wild. What is it? Wild. What's what's the lineage called in the PHP? Is it just wild, wild magic? Is it just called wild magic I in in I, the PHP? Oh, like for the sorcerer. For the sorcerer um, yeah, yeah, I think it is the wild magic. Okay, sorcerer. magic wild sorcerer. Yeah. yeah. So that that type of sorcery gets. Uh, discovered and that's it there's nothing else oh okay so it's um, new and it was still it was something that you could tap into it wasn't something you were born with right and so, the wizard the wizards are so pissed about it probably probably i didn't really read those books okay so yeah sorcery does not exist in a traditional sense in Dragonlance, and it, this is made more confusing when you take into account the fact that in the world of kryn uh, wizardry is also referred to as sorcery. It's interchangeable. Oh, I see. Which again is very confusing. That is confusing. Yeah, uh, they probably were ignorant within the setting, and now they know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, so, we're gonna learn about what it means to be a sorcerer in a traditional D and D five E game by going over this character. I'm indeed. Sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that being said, new player options are welcome regardless of how well they fit into the book that they're in. <laughs> so yeah. let's get into it. So on many worlds, the moon is a revered celestial body with magical properties. On Kryn, the gods of magic are associated with the world's three moons. On the world of Toril, the god's saloon uses the light of the moon to battle darkness. On Eberron, scholars of the draconic prophecy decipher ancient secrets from the waxing and waning of that world's 12 moons. Yeah. Yeah. You or someone from your lineage has been exposed to the concentrated magic of the moon or moons of your world, imbuing you with lunar magic. Perhaps your ancestor was involved in the druidic ritual involving an eclipse, or maybe a mystic fragment of a moon crashed near you. However, you came to your magic, your connection to the moon is obvious when you cast sorcerer spells, perhaps making your pupils glow with the color of a moon from your world, causing spectral manifestations of lunar phases to orbit you or some other effect. That's cool. You vomit a sphere and it looks just like the moon. It starts rotating around you. just vomit a small moon? Yes. (laughs) It's actually not a moon. It's a space station. Just so, kidding. I haven't. I don't get to do Star Wars pulls anymore because we stopped doing Super Quest. Saga. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. We're now on to other things. Yeah. But, um, did many Star Wars jokes in that show. Please you go did. check it out. It's Indeed. still available to listen to in its entirety. It's very good. It's our actual play podcast. Yes. Um, so the first feature that you get by going this path is uh, lunar embodiment. You get it at first level. Uh, you learn additional spells when you reach certain levels in this class, as shown in the Lunar Spells table. Each of these spells counts as a sorcerer spell for you, but it doesn't count against the number of sorcerer spells that you know. Mm. And so you'll see here uh, on this table, I don't know if you have the notes up in front of you. I do. Um, you, it, it is semi-traditional in that, you know, by level you get extra spells. But you'll see this this thing ab- above on the top 
uh, with full moon, new moon, and crescent moon is because the phases of the moon are going to affect what you can and can't do. Oh man, that's a crazy thing to keep track of in your in your as a yeah. DM. That's I, cool. I think you do get more control of it as you keep leveling. So okay, uh, well, do you want to do this by phase or do you want to do this by level? Oh, let's do it by level. And, okay, and then phase. So at first level. Uh, you get three spells depending on the three different phases. You get shield for full moon, ray of sickness for new moon, and color spray for crescent moon. At level three, you get lesser restoration for full moon, blindness and deafness for new moon, and alter self for crescent moon. At fifth level, you get dispel magic for full moon, vampiric touch for new moon, phantom steed for crescent moon. At seventh level, you get death ward for full moon, confusion for new moon, and hallucinatory terrain for crescent moon. And finally, at ninth level, you get uh, Rari's telepathic bond for full moon, hold monster for new moon, and mislead for crescent moon. These are cool spells, surely. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Very moon-like. I see some some ghost stuff, some yeah, some, like um, visual stuff going on here. The full moon spell list seems very uh, abjuration um, oriented. We have shield, lesser restoration, dispel magic. I believe death ward is abjuration spell as well. Mm. Um, I'm not sure about the telepathic bond one. That's a spell I'm not that familiar with. Um, from new moon, I'm getting a lot of like offensive stuff. So ray of sickness, blindness to deafness, vampiric touch, confusion, hold monster. These are all spells that you do to another creature, and they have big negative effects. Okay. Uh, and then crescent moon seems to be kind of uh, in between. Which that this tracks if you're if you're doing uh, Dragonlance, you know you could interpret maybe full moon spells as the god of good magic Solanari, which we talked about the white robes and how they do mostly healing and abjuration right, stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, while new moon, which is Nutari, the the moon that you can't see because it's black, um, they do a lot of like evocation and necromancy stuff, which kind of tracks with the new moon spells. Here. Sure. Yeah. And then Lunatari, the neutral moon. Um, does a little bit of both, and the crescent moon here does a little bit of both. So yeah, kind of spooky, like crescent moon. It, it there's, I feel like it's hinting at the kind of light, it like a moon like that would put out, like mm. color spray, alter self, phantom steed, hallucinatory terrain, mislead, like yeah, kind yeah, of illusory. messing with the sensory stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So whenever you finish long rest, you can choose what lunar phase manifests its power through your magic: full moon, new moon, or crescent moon. When you choose, when while in the chosen phase, you can cast one level spell. You cast one first level spell of the associated phase in the lunar spells table once without expending a spell slot. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Once you cool. once you can cast a spell in this way, you can't do so again until you finish long rest. So I thought initially that it, your it was, dungeon master was going to tell you like what phase the moon is in. Yeah. Which they still could. You just get to choose should. at the beginning of each day. Yeah, so but you you're in total control. So I'm, yeah. I'm feeling crescent moony, and you just mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you also get another feature at first level called Moonfire. You can call down the radiant light of the moon on command. You learn the sacred flame spell, which doesn't count against the number of sorcerer cantrips you know. When you cast the spell, you can target one creature as normal or target two creatures within range that are within five feet of each other. Ooh, that five feet of each other thing kind of sucks. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You don't want to like be able to pop it off too hard, it yeah, seems like. Yeah. I also feel like uh, if... Maybe, mm, no, never mind. I'm not going to say that. Okay. So, all right, moving on. It's a dungeon cast secret. It is, and I you'll see, never know. Frodo Baggins is, is in the corner of the <laughs> of the video right now. Keep your secrets then. Absolutely. So at sixth level, you get a feature called Lunar Boons. 
the current phase of your lunar embodiment can affect your meta magic feature. Each lunar embodiment phase is associated with certain schools of magic, as shown here. Full moon, abjuration, and divination spells. New moon, enchantment, and necromancy spells. Crescent moon, illusion, and transmutation spells. Nice. Whenever you use meta magic on a spell of a school of magic associated with your current lunar embodiment phase, you can reduce the sorcerer points spent by one. Uh, minimum zero. Okay. Yeah, so you don't get them back, basically. What do you mean? Like, if it went to negative one, that would suggest that. Oh, get yeah. One yeah, back. that's true. So that's, they, that's the point. they hard cap it there for us. Yeah, Thank you, wizards. Absolutely. Yeah. You can reduce the sorcery points spent for your meta magic a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus, and you regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. So this, I think, is pretty solid. It's pretty cool. Like, um, it's just extra sorcery points is really what it comes down Real, to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of um, the way it plays out is pretty cool, though. Keeping your pool in order. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, you get a second feature at the same level called Waxing and Waning. Uh, you gain greater control over the phases of your lunar magic. As a bonus action, you can spend one sorcery point to change your current lunar embodiment phase to a different one. Uh, you can now cast one first-level spell from each lunar phase of the lunar spells table once without expending a spell slot, provided your current phase is the same as the lunar phase spell. Once you cast a lunar phase spell in this way, you can't do so again until you finish a long rest. So in a way, you can interpret this in a few ways, but one way you could interpret this is you can spend a sorcery point to get an extra spell, and then you can spend another one to get an extra spell. Okay. Um, and you can go through all three phases and get that extra spell from each phase. It's it's a, a little tedious, and I don't know why you'd want to do it, but you could. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't yeah. thinking so much about the feature as much as I was trying to make a Mr. Miyagi joke really hard. <laughs> okay, and it didn't. Sure. It never came. So I feel like I lost out on that, that I'm, whole I'm, section. I'm curious. So, like, you'd be able to do it as a bonus action, but what would cause you to want to switch from what you chose at the beginning of your day? I'm going back to the spell list, I'm like, I don't know if there's a spell on here that I'd be like, "Fuck! If only I had confusion." <laughs> I'm sure it's gonna like the situational like yeah. aspect of this is going to come up like not having the shield spell might be the mm. most important one here i think or dispel magic yeah. um like something utility like that and you're like if only i had this right now yeah dispel magic i could see if especially if you don't have it already which i think that's on the sorcerer spell list so um, you, well, yeah you might not want to take it because you have it in this yeah, in spell list but maybe you do want it all the time I don't know. It seems like a trade-off piece there. Let us yeah. know in the comments what you think about that, because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, I'd be interested to know. So next up, 14th level, uh, we get a feature called Lunar Empowerment. The power of a lunar phase saturates your being. While you are in a lunar embodiment phase, you also gain the following benefits associated with that phase. Okay, so here might be reasons that you'd want to switch. Okay, let's see it. Full moon. You can use a bonus action to shed bright light in a 10-foot radius and dim light for an additional 10, additional 10 feet or to douse the light. In addition, you and the creatures of your choice have advantage on intelligence, investigation, and wisdom perception checks while within the bright light you shed. Just so you guys know, none of this is about butts. <laughs> okay. New moon. You have advantage on dexterity stealth checks. In addition, you are entirely in darkness. While you're entirely in darkness, attack rolls have disadvantage against you. That's, that's cool. That's cool. That's worth having for yeah. sure. Crescent Moon, you have resistance to necrotic and radiant damage. I mean, that's also cool. As well. yeah. Can't, very situational, yeah. right? Yeah. So maybe maybe you find your yourself in a situation where the whole party really needs to stealth through this bad situation, but you're in full moon phase. And you're just like, fuck it. Bam, I'll burn a sorcery point. Now I'm a new moon, bitch. Yeah. So. Wax on. <laughs> Wax <laughs> on. There we go. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, you're fighting a bunch of zombies or whatever, you know, 
necrotic damage. Uh, yeah, I don't know if zombies do necrotic damage. I know that they probably do like. But you might be damage, fighting huh? a necromancer who does necrotic damage. Sure, yeah. I mean, or you're fighting God. So yeah, or God, him, or God, yeah, fuck your themselves. Damage God. I've got this crescent moon <laughs> that says otherwise. <laughs> All right, so your final capstone feature for the lunar sorcerer is called lunar phenomenon. You get it 18th level. As a bonus action, you can tap into a special power of your current lunar embodiment phase. Alternatively, as part of the bonus action you take to change your lunar phase using the waxing and waning feature, you can immediately use the power of the lunar phase you are entering. Full moon. You radiate moonlight for a moment. Each creature of your choice within 30 feet of you must succeed on a con saving throw against your spell save DC or be blinded until the end of its next turn. In addition, one creature of your choice in that area regains 3d8 hit points. Cool. Mm. Okay. Uh, new moon. You momentarily emanate gloom. Each creature of your choice within 30 feet of you must succeed on a deck saving throw against your spell save DC or take 3d10 necrotic damage and have its speed reduced to zero until the end of its next turn. In addition, you become invisible until the end of your next turn or until immediately after you make an attack roll or cast a spell. Okay. And finally, crescent moon. You can magically teleport to an unoccupied space that you can see within 60 feet of yourself. You can bring along one willing creature that you can see within five feet of yourself. That creature teleports to an unoccupied space of your choice that you can see within five feet of your destination space. In addition, you and that creature gain resistance to all damage until the start of your next turn. Okay, that's cool. I mean, these are all like I <laughs> I feel the same about each of these. Like, hey, neat. Neat. Yeah. Situational and neat. Not powerful kind of enough. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, agreed. Like at each level. Uh I, I don't know. I like healing and doing damage in the same turn. That's, you do that's get cool. to switch between these. So like you can I mean and I don't know if there's a limit on this. So that's a bonus action you can have. It's a bonus action. That that's it's a bonus cool. action and there oh wait. Once you use these bonus action benefits, you can't use that benefit until you finish a long rest. Yeah. Unless you spend five sorcerer points. But I, theoretically, you can do each of these. No, no, you can't. No. No, it's just. No, no, you do. You can't. Because yeah. this is once you use one of these bonus action benefits, you can't use that benefit again. Right. But, but then you'd you have swap, to go to the switch. Yeah, which only takes a bonus action, but it does cost a point. But Yeah. So every two turns, you could do one of these actions yeah. and then your spells are in flux as well like mid fight or whatever it yeah. is i wouldn't see a point in doing this without being in a fight right like a long protracted fight could get use out of all these you know like a heal is nice blinding your enemies is great and then later on in the fight it's like okay well let me switch over to to new moon and do a big necrotic blast that'll slow everyone down and and I'll become invisible. Yeah, it's kind of strategic like where do you want to mm -hmm. end? Like, yeah, I think no matter what the, the one you'd want to save would be a crescent moon because that's your get the fuck out of dodge spell. Sure. It's yeah. like me and a buddy we're teleporting out, we'll have resistance for a turn and then we run for it. Right. So you'll be in new moon for like a lot of the fight maybe and then yeah. like if you need to and it's real bad it could take two turns to get you to this crescent moon option though yeah so it's, it's or or you use the if i you're do in a think, real pickle you use so the five sorcery points one thing that irks me about 5e and maybe i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure i'm right is you can't swap out an action for a bonus action like in previous editions i think both three and four you can do that like there was like a hierarchy of actions and you can swap oh, like it's down yeah yeah so like because like it's a bonus action to use a power, and it's a bonus action to switch. If you could just swap out your normal action for a bonus action, you would be able to do this one turn. I can't. And it feels like you should be able to do this one turn. Yeah, I'm hmm. pretty. I'm I'm pretty sure you cannot swap an action for a bonus action. 
Like I, I think it bonus action is it exists in its own slot and you can't. Yeah, you're slot. saying like, can I do two bonus actions in one turn instead of an action and a bonus exactly. action? Exactly. And yeah. in previous editions you could do that. Right. Like if I I would think if like I want to do an action this turn, but it's just my bonus. That's not going to come up. Yeah, I, I don't know how that's supposed to work. At rules is written. So um, maybe that's something we can look up in the short rest. Yeah, sounds good. Speaking of which, let's take one. Okay. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify is great. They're taking businesses of all sizes, cradling them in their arms, to help them grow by giving them the tools they need. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success at every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dungeoncast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dungeoncast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dungeoncast. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. We've returned. Indeed we have. We are <laughs> fucking back. <laughs> There's a really... Really long pause between fucking and back, and I don't appreciate it. We, are, I mean, this is an audio medium, so we're either really quiet at it or not doing it, and it's the latter, so don't worry about it. But what we are doing is building a character. We're going to build a character. Will and I are going to collab on this one, because yeah. we don't feel particularly inspired. Yeah, we don't. So maybe together we will. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe people in the comments can tell me differently, but I don't find this subclass very um, compelling. It's okay. It's fine. I mean, it's all right. It's also, there's nothing wrong with it either. It's no. Just, I don't feel, I feel very neutral about it. 
Yeah. Are you a very uh, are you in a new moon kind of feeling about it? Uh, yeah, no crescent moon. I'm very, You're a crescent I'm feeling moon very kind of crescent about it. about it. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Mr. Miyagi, would say about this subclass? Would Would you hate me if I said I have never seen the Karate Kid? That's okay. You know what he says though. He no, tells I don't. Him to well, wax, wax on, wax on, wax off. Okay. Yeah, everybody knows that part. That's the only okay. part you need to know. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Um, how about a name? We're gonna go with a crystal dragonborn female. Yes. <laughs> Should we just name her Crystal? <laughs> God, <laughs> low hanging fruit is the sweetest. Krista, um, Krista, okay, Krista the Krista, Krista. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, uh, let's do it. Krista Light. <laughs> That's what we'll call her. Is there isn't there a drink called Crystal Light? <laughs> yeah. What? Right? What are you talking about? Stupid. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm looking it up now. We're going next. All right. Uh, let me Crystal find the Dragonborn. Light. Is it L-I-T-E? Gem Dragon. <laughs> it is. It is L-I-T-E. Shut up, Will. <laughs> it's a good joke. <laughs> it's a joke on a joke. Mm-hmm. Gem mm-hmm. Ancestry. We're going with Crystal. Yes. It'd be weird if we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, now we're on to class. We're in D&D Beyond right now, for those of you that are listening and can't see and hear me like mumbling into this. So we're probably going to have to buy this. Sorcerer right now for a dollar ninety nine. Yeah, we didn't we didn't do that yet. Uh, what level you want to go? They got a powdered version of Crystal Light. Yeah, I thought it was all powder. Oh, okay. I didn't realize this. Yeah, like you add it to your oh, water. Wow. Yeah. Okay. What were it's saying? like a zero calorie flavor option. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, <laughs> how well, how many levels are we? Oh, play? she's definitely level seven. I okay. feel like it is a it, seven is a powerful and spiritual number, and she is a powerful spiritual woman. It she'll never be level eight. No, nope. she'll never. She'll never cross that line. That's the end of it. Okay, <laughs> let's um, let me go to the origin, and this is where we might have to make an edit. Oh, gotcha. For yeah, uh, uh, lunar sorcery, S O T D Q. I probably bought it. It's there. Yeah. <laughs> Level embodiment. Okay, so we're good to go. We no edit required. So let's <laughs> nice. talk about some proficiencies. Well, starting off, we can choose a sorcerer's skill. Well, our options are Arcana, Deception, Insight, Intimidation, Persuasion, and Religion. I feel like we gotta go Religion or Insight here, right? Insight for sure. Okay, Insight. Um, now she doesn't just get Arcana. No, well, not yet. Anyway, that might be an option later. But. I feel like she's the type of spiritual woman who's less about religion and more about energies. Okay, Arcana. And nothing is, is more energy-like than Arcana. Yeah, magic is energy. Yeah. Uh, okay, we got our spell casting. We have our sorceress <laughs> origin. Crystal light. Crystal. Crystal light. <laughs> it's Krista. Yeah. Uh, Mama K. Let's uh, first level lunar sorcery feature. We have. The crescent moon, full moon, or new moon should we pick? I feel like she's she heavily favors the the crescent moon. All right, crescent moon. Yeah. We're a big crescent. I moon feel energy. like she only goes new moon when she's angry. Okay, and she only goes full moon on holidays. Okay, <laughs> holidays. <laughs> Getting holidays. Um, <clears throat> okay, meta magic is our next. So we get next thing we got was moonfire, then font of magic, and now we're at meta magic. So this is the all important meta magic of um, picking picking these options for your <clears throat> sorcerer. Right now we're gonna get two. Mm-hmm. Careful, distant, empowered, extend, heightened, quickened, seeking, subtle, transmuted, and twinned. 
I think Crystal Light definitely partakes of the drugs, and so heightening her spells. <laughs> heightening the spells yep. and maybe transmuting them as well? Maybe. Tra- her spells get high. Changing your experiences into other experiences. When, yeah. What's transmuted again? When you cast a spell that deals a type change of damage from your damage following list, you can spend one source point to change damage. I think that's cool. Uh, do, what are the choices that you get to change it to? Uh, acid, cold, fire, lightning, poison, and thunder. So not any, but most of the good ones. Well, I, I do feel like she's doing mostly radiant spells. Maybe she doesn't want to do a radiant spell, right? And All she right. do one of these. But we can also do, like, maybe she <clears throat> is fast as fuck. Or so subtle. Fast. Subtle's nice. And I you feel cast like the a spell, you spend one sorcery point to cast it without any somatic or verbal components. That's cool. So yeah. Weird illusory moon shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, Let's go, go with, with that. that. All right. Ability score improvement. Do we want to go with a feat or an ability score well, have improvement? We, have we rolled our stats yet? We haven't. Um, feet. Feet. <clears throat> Your feet guy, huh? Well, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, you got one off the top of your head? I, I'm not going to read them all. Uh, that's fair. Um, Faye touched. <clears throat> no. We got Gift of the <clears throat> Gem Dragon. I thought about that one. That was one of the first ones that came to my mind. Great Weapon Master. <laughs> Definitely Throw not. Throw the Moon. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, I'm trying to look up feats right now. Mage Slayer. Mobile. Observant. Why? There's Why? like these cool blanket ones that give you like ridiculous skill boosts are always fun for me. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Poisoner? Is she a nasty she could be. energy lady? She could be. When she's angry, when she's in new moon mode, she poisons people. How many kobolds does <clears throat> she have instead of cats? <laughs> she has all the kobolds. She has kobold pets. Um, yeah, nothing's really jumping out at me. Is like, I'm a moon person. Skill expert? No. We got tavern brawler? <laughs> Definitely not. What about telepathic? Yes. Well, no, but she might be telepathic already because she's a gem dragonborn. Uh, telekinetic. Yeah, I like that. I like that. How about charisma based? Yes, definitely charisma. Telekinesis. Based. You learn to move things with your mind, granting you the following benefits. That's a cool flavor, actually. Mm-hmm. Increase your intelligence, wisdom, charisma by one to a max of 20. You learn the mage hand cantrip, which is cool. You can cast it without verbal or semantic components, which tracks with what we're doing here. As a bonus action, you can also. Try to telekinetically shove one creature you can see within 30 feet of you. When you do so, the target must succeed on a strength saving throw, which is DC 8 plus your proficiency plus your ability mod that you use. Let's also, uh, oh, we're not going to reach, no. I like this feat. Can we talk about this feat before you pick that feat? Yeah, what what feat? Dragon Hide. So this is a feat that only a Dragonborn can take. Okay. Uh, She gets a plus one to strength, con, or charisma. Charisma is probably her choice. And her AC becomes 13 plus dex. Because she's not proficient in any armor, and we could flavor this as, like, her crystal scales are just so hard and healthy. <laughs> cool. Um, okay. And also she gets a, a, a retractable claw weapon, which is neither here nor there for me. It's from all the tea. But telekinetic is cool. I kind of want both. She's level eight. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Make her level eight and so do she both. gets both. All right, let me boost her up to eight here. There you go. Now it's the character we need. Yes. Uh, so what are, we're choosing... Uh, charisma, constitution, or strength for this dragon hide? Uh, charisma, I think. Yeah, we're going charisma with all the stuff. Okay. Yeah, she's a charisma And she'll master. be telekinetic. It made sense that she got telekinesis after she got cool <coughs> cool body armor or whatever. Sure, yeah. Telekinetic charisma. All right, we got both of those. That's actually a really cool flavor so mm-hmm. far. We're, yeah. doing, we're doing good. We're doing mm-hmm. good. Okay, mm-hmm. so now we're going to go to abilities. 
And here's where we're going to get crazy. We're going to uh, oh, manually roll these. All right. You want to bring that little tray over here? I do, and I want to take all my stuff out of it. You can go ahead and roll them. All right. All right. Oh, these are itty bitties. Little itty bitty D6s. All right. You got something to write it down with? I'm going to write it in D&D Beyond. Okay. We got, oh, no. We got a, <laughs> we got a nine. Nine. We got... Ooh, oh. Um, we got a 11. 11. So far, not great. Nope. Holy shit, we got a 17. Yay. <laughs> okay. That's a great one for charisma because of uh, that plus one we get. I'm just going to throw it over there now. We got a, ooh, we got a 15. Okay, very cool. <clears throat> we oh, got a shit. fucking 18. Nice. 666. Year of the Fiend is over. <laughs> so this is an OP character now. Um, yeah. Well, if this roll is bad, uh, it is. It is bad. This is an eight. Okay, that this kind of it's min max. It's uh, yeah. Okay, we got a toss up here. <clears throat> All right, so we have a nine, eleven, eight as our bad stats. Okay, what then, are our our racial bonuses? Does it say? Do we get to choose them? Uh, ability score increases. Choose option. We get three plus ones or a plus one plus. Two. Okay. Um, we could have a 20 charisma out the gate. We could. With a plus two. I think we do that. Oh, no. No. That's bad. Because um, you can't go past 20. With the feet. So we'll, why don't we do a plus one to charisma, make it a 19, and then that plus one from the feet later turns into a 20. Okay. Gosh, she's so charismatic. Uh, yes. She's the... on par with demon lords and shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> why isn't charisma here? Oh, maybe because I can't. Oh, it's already totaled at 20. What am I missing here? Ability score increase for it. Hmm, charisma's already at 20, my dude. Miscellaneous bonus. From. Um, from so, because we want to put the 18 there, right? I was thinking that, but it's already. It already has a plus two. Yeah. Oh, did telekinetic give it a plus one? Yeah, I think so, but oh. that should only bring it up to nineteen. Well, then, but also, oh, the other feet did. gave yeah. it a plus one as well. Okay, so okay. let's put let's put the uh, plus two racial bonus to dexterity. Then I guess. Yeah. Well, we have um, we have a fifteen, a seventeen, a nine, and an eleven. I think we should keep that eight and distribute three plus ones I think across. You're right, and then we get a power an eighteen and a sixteen. Yeah, so what do you want? You want an 18, 18 for de dex. 18 that'll dex. Give her, okay. That'll give her a 17 AC without any armor on. So I'll put the 17 there and put the 11 there. Okay. Crystal Light's a fucking powerhouse. <laughs> Zero cal <laughs> flavored drink coming your way. It's glistening in the moonlight. Absolutely. She's reading your mind and pushing you out of her house if you've got the wrong vibes. <laughs> yeah, 16 to con, I suppose. Give her okay. that. Good, okay. chunky HP. Got it. What and are the last three? Strength and intelligence. I put 11 in intelligence, so it could boost that to 12. Okay. And then strength and wisdom are low. Real low. Yeah. That tracks for, strength for Crystal is, Light. Yeah, wisdom Crystal Light's is not the wisest. No, she's buying a lot of Chris. Oh, man, I didn't want to make these jokes. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Okay. Um, we got to do spells, don't we? Well, let me... Uh, let me actually put i've arranged the the scores so we decided we're gonna go uh intelligence constitution dexterity right yeah that's where we're ending up yeah cool okay let's move on <clears throat> we'll get that total later 
We got to pick a background too. Yeah, language. We're getting a language right off the bat. Um, celestial. Definitely. Okay. Cool. We're on the same page. There. Yeah. Okay. Psionic mind origin for your um, racial stuff. So let's pick that background. Okay. Acolyte stands mm-hmm. out right off the bat. Maybe. Um, and then we got stuff down here. I feel like mercenary veteran. No, I feel like a pirate. She's an. Isn't there an artisan or a guild person? And then we can go maybe with like herbalist. Oh, okay, yeah, like a clan. Well, clan crafter I think is different than what we're talking about here, right? Maybe I'm not sure. Let me pick clan crafter and see what's going on. Chooses. It might be guild artisan. Guild artisan I think is the background I'm thinking. Okay, of. let me let me find that. Yeah, guild artisan or guild merchant. Choose a skill. And then choose an artisan's tools. You are a member of an artisan's guild, skilled in particular field, and closely associated with other artisans. You are a well-established part of the mercantile world, freed by talent and wealth from the constraints of feudal social order. You learned your skills as an apprentice to master artisan under the sponsorship of your guild until you became a master in your own right. She's definitely at the farmer's market trying to hawk her... (laughs) Like her herbs and her spices and her candles and all her natural oils. candles. Yep, yeah, absolutely. okay. We're there. Yep. We're doing the jokes. Okay, <laughs> absolutely. And she's and she's a great salesperson. That Christmas through the roof. I absolutely probably because the products she's wielding are actually legit. do shit. They're probably yeah, great. That's cool. We're in a fantasy world. These things are real. Yeah. Okay. So how about draconic for the language? Well, she already has that as a dragonborn. Oh, I guess is that a default thing? It's it, allowing it you to be. choose it. So that's weird. Um, well, what, so what, like a uh, common language, like elf, dwarf? Yeah, halfling. we could do that. We could do Sylvan because, you know, Sylvan's like the fey language and she seems like someone who would Let's talk do Sylvan. To yeah. Um, you get guild membership, suggested characteristics. I think guild membership means you pay. Yeah, I pay five gold a month. Oh, really? Part, part of the guild. Yeah. Part I mean, of the that's ship, cool. Part of the crew. Okay. Uh, well, then, I, that's really on the DM to make sure that that's important. And the, you like, if this character is paying for the privilege of being in the guild, you got to bring the guild in some way. Yeah. Um, wh- how about medicine for our skill? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. or nature. Definitely. Yes. One of those medicine. Two. medicine. I medicine is, is the way uh, to go. Decent intelligence based proficiency. Yeah. Uh, and then we get an artisan's tools. What about like a, a gla- jeweler, glass blower? Mm, they have herbalists. Supplies or alchemist or brewery. alchemist supplies, brewer supplies. Mm. Uh, I think alchemy. I yeah, think, yeah. What she's doing? She's gonna make is, potions is and candles. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Burn this candle when it's time to make love. <laughs> trust me. Just trust me. <laughs> That's the person. I'd be like, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. It comes with a free book of moon matches. Moon matches, that would be cool. Matches that 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 emanate moonlight, that'd be fucking. Cool. Oh, they burn like a crispy white color. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, like a well. white soft light. Ooh. <laughs> and the thing you light them with becomes that same flame. Oh, that'd be chill. Yeah, that'd be cool. Moonlight candle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ah, no wonder she's fucking kicking ass at the guild. <laughs> yeah, she's very wealthy. Let's view the character sheet, shall she, we? She's on the board of directors of the guild. <laughs> <laughs> she's a, she's on a um, like a general sales marketing panel that the guild has. She's the head she's of so a talented. She's, she's the head of a pyramid scheme. <laughs> guild, the, the guild of she's pyramids selling crystal light to the masses and convincing <laughs> them that it has healing properties. She's selling her brand crystal light it will not make you gain weight. Tastes delicious. <laughs> I love this character. Crystal light, crystal light, a gem dragonborn sorceress. Level eight. 
and business mogul. We've got a minus one strength, a plus four dexterity, a plus three con, a plus one intelligence, a minus one wisdom, and a plus five charisma at level eight. With an armor class of 17, without me even adding anything yeah, to, no. to inventory. Yeah. Wow, this is a strong character. <laughs> Krista Light. She, she might be our strongest character we've ever built. Krista Buff. Krista Heavy with yeah. the stats. Uh, yeah. We're proficient in Arcana, Insight, Medicine, and Persuasion. Like that it. Persuasion is rocking a nasty plus eight right now. <laughs> this is not a rogue or bard. No. We've got Khan and at a plus six proficiency saving throw. What's your HP? And Charisma at a plus eight proficiency saving throw. The HP is uh, a decent 58. Not, it's not okay. too shabby. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. Could that's be better, good. but like that's I mean, the I think the here, right? sorcerers get a D4, so that's not bad for Oof. a D4, yeah. Are you sure it's a D4, not a D6? Oh, D6, my bad. My yeah, bad. I, was I was like, who the fuck has a D4? Old, older editions yeah. and Pathfinder in my brain. Oh, God. <laughs> the devil's game. <laughs> that's the true satanic if, panic directed if, all at Pathfinder. If Steve Gorgon is the patron of this show, and he is... Uh, what would the patron of our Pathfinder theoretical alternate universe Pathfinder show be? <laughs> we had a Pathfinder show. Who would we worship? Um, I don't know. Is there a math god? <laughs> there might be god of know. evil math, a god of all of extra features. Oh, because it's such a mechanic and crunchy. Yeah, because yeah, okay, there's so many. There's so there's many so things much to, to keep track add of. To That's true. Stuff. Maybe. Um, yeah, it would be like uh, maybe Papa Staffa would be a good one. I like that one. Yeah. All right. Moving on. He wants to be Asmo, but he can't. But he can't. He's got. He rolls too. Be. He's too busy fucking calculating how much his sword attack did mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. That's very okay. true. Anyway, uh, this is cool. The the did we get option on the breath weapon? What that looks uh, like? It's a radiant breath weapon for Crystal Dragon. Right. Yeah. But it, it, do you pick line or cone for this? Oh, I want to say it's line. I do too. I Let's do. call it a line. We'll call it a line. Um, so that's Crystal Light, everyone. She's great. Uh, a collab character that yeah, Will and I did. That we made up as we were doing it. <laughs> yeah, like literally we stopped the short rest. We stopped for short rest and then started talking about what to do. And <laughs> here's where we landed. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We hope you liked it. Anyway, um, let's get ready for the long rest. Let's do it. Hey everybody, welcome to The Long Rest. This is the part of the episode where we chill and reflect in the moonlight, laying naked on the grassy hills outside of Waterdeep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I do think it is a warm temperature in the city of Waterdeep. I think that's canonical. Yeah, so it's, it's a coastal. good place to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, moon we get chilly at night, and if you're inland, you don't feel that spray from mm-hmm. the ocean. So mm-hmm. um, there's that. Yeah. So yeah, we're naked. You can't tell. It's part of the show, we're not on camera. Um, we want to say thank you to uh, those of you who support this show by listening. Thank you, thank you, and watching and subbing and all that stuff. Um, yeah, hitting those likes, hitting those subscribes. Um, hey, I'm, I'm calling out one more time for iTunes reviews. I know there's people out there that are capable of iTunes reviewing us. Please do, it helps a lot, and they're really awesome to read. If you want to drop a 5e on us, a 5e being a five star, uh. And uh, subscribing, we're almost at 45K subs on YouTube, which is cool when we're not like a YouTube-centric platform-based podcast anyway. Mm -hmm. It's just all gravy, so thanks. Uh, We're still not monetized there for people who are wondering about that. Yeah, yeah, we're still trying to get that fixed. Uh, It seems like they're 
uh, carrot dangling a little bit here for us. And like it might get fixed. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think anyone knows what's going on. <laughs> That's what I think. So a great way to like support us monetarily, which is excellent and nice. Thank you guys for everybody who does that is to go to patreon.com slash the dungeon cast. <clears throat> you'll get bonus content in exchange. Mm-hmm, for your mm-hmm. your proceeds. Yes. And you'll be supporting Will and I, which is which is awesome. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Uh we want to thank the people who have come in in the last little while. Uh we are a little bit behind on it, but that's okay. Yeah, holidays happened. Yeah. So but um, we're we're back. We're we're catching up. So let's go. We got Nathan Malone. <laughs> thank you, Nathan. Woo! Woo! Thank you, Nathan. We have Ian Heckman. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, Ian. We have Eraser0105. Thank you, Eraser0105. An annual subscriber. Annual subscriber. Annual subscriber also, David Palumbo. Thank thank you, David. Thank you, David. Annual subscriber. Annual subscriber. The Jackal829. Thank you, Jackal829. Woo! Woo! Annual subscriber, Sam. Thank you, Sam. You've subscribed annually to the Dungeon Cast Sam Witwicky. Annual subscriber. <laughs> I need to work on my Optimus. Uh, we got Call Me Chief, an annual subscriber. Thank you, Call Me Chief. <laughs> annual subscriber. <laughs> we got Ned McDermott. Thank you, Ned. Thank you, Ned. That's a that's a that's kind of oh. Is Ned our first Omega subscriber? Hey, Ned. Thank you, Ned. <laughs> Thanks, Ned. We, we have a new team, because I was like, $7, that's kind of an awkward number for- Right, it could be. It, yeah, sorry it could for be. putting you on blast like that, Ned. Thanks, but, Ned. But at $7 a month, you can get access to the next uh, iteration of our Super Quest actual play games early. Yeah, Super, Super Quest, Quest Omega, Omega. Which there's stuff there now. So. Which, and we're recording a new episode uh, tomorrow. tomorrow, yeah. Well, last week, at the time of this airing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Tomorrow and the time travel. <laughs> um, Ari the Fox get- we remember you, Ari. Thank you, Ari. They've the gone Fox annual, kid. William. Thank you, Ari the Fox. Annual subscriber. William McCracken. Thank you, William. Hell a good last name, William. Yeah, good first name too. McCracken. Uh <laughs> woo! Woo! <laughs> that's that's what we got. We got Thank you, everybody, for for signing up. I hope you guys are enjoying all your bonus content. New newsletter coming this week. I took uh, a couple weeks off for the holidays. Also, my back has been killing me, so that was a part of it. Um, but we have a lot of cool stuff coming up. I already just announced our new annual, um, what do we annual Merch. Patreon exclusive item, which is going to be a T-shirt. Uh, sporting our brand new Unhallowed thumbnail. Unhallowed being the Patreon exclusive show that's coming out this year. It is a horror, uh, grim, dark fantasy game. Um, and and yeah, if you guys want to have access to not just that um, that item, but also the show itself, you got to check out Patreon. Yeah, go to patreon.com slash dungeoncast. You can find all this stuff there. There's lots of cool actual play stuff that, from the past. Um I think we're throwing out stickers that should update pretty soon, too. Mm-hmm. Um, there's obviously these episodes come out uh, as early as we can get them out up to a week. Uh, they're ad free. You get your own special uh, patron only uh, podcast feed that you can sign up for there. You get access to uh, an exclusive discord channel where we like to talk about stuff um, that happens in the, in the Patreon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and what else? What else we got there, man? They we get to vote on episodes. So every uh, month right. we're doing a patron voted uh, ep- topic. So 
Uh, this month, they have voted for the City of Sigil. Oh, yeah, that's so going to be cool. We'll be recording that next recording session. And as a matter of fact, I, it's time that I put up the vote for February. Yeah. So uh, if you guys, we listen to everybody's, um, you know, suggestions on what episodes to do next, especially in the YouTube comments and stuff. But if you want your voice to ring 10 times as loud, uh, go on Patreon where you can have a hand in voting for what the topic's actually going to be. Now, I know there's people in there that have, like, suggested the same topic multiple times and it, it doesn't get the votes. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I I take into account like multiple suggestions. Like if, if topics come up a few times, I put it in the vote, but I can't control how people vote. Yeah, that's we're kind of at, at the mercy of it at yeah. that point. And then we have our own agenda to fulfill here with the year of the artifact, which is yes. which is cool. So, you know, uh, we like to throw in the subclass stuff. And then with D&D Beyond, like we're we're going to be pushed for for topics. So be patient. You know, if you're if you really want something to get covered, just keep throwing it into that suggestion area. Like we said, your voice rings 10 times as loud on Patreon. Um, obviously, we're still working on getting our streaming stuff together. I'm a little behind renovating the studio. I have a bunch of sound panels to hang and then I have to run a cable in here to hardline. Um, that's like the end of it, I think, for mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Um, so once I get around to that <clears throat> stuff, we're, we're going to look into streaming. The show, it, it could, I, now that I'm looking at it, it could be like a Patreon thing as well, um, because I don't want to take early episode privileges away from anybody by just having an access to like the episode as we record it. So there is an option for streaming on Patreon. We're going to look into all that, and we'll, we'll let you know when we have more details, but that's that's where we're at with that right now. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's everything we need to cover. Yeah, um, I think we could call it a game. Let's call it a game. Thanks, Talk guys. To you guys. later. Bye. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.